for a relaxing, entertaining break, some fresh fruit of Caribbean humor, then you're ready for a sweet sop comedy snack. Presenting... So, uh, I, I wish you said no. Wholesome, fresh, family-based stories ripened to a delectable Jamaican dialect. These succulent wedges tingle your taste buds and also brings music to your ears. Every wedge of sweet up comedy. Mmm, then juices Thanks for your indulgence. Tune in right here or wherever you are in your day for the dance of a laughter. Remember, laugh that good, do you do? <laughs> Just make it that good laugh, do you hear? <laughs> Sweet up comedy. What good? Quiet. Hold on, I mean, I'm a car, you know. We are driving me with the light. Oh, we can have the light that change color. It change color. Oh, I green. We have to go. We have to go. We have to go. Bye. See you later. Sweets up, family. Hello. When Proverbs 25, 17 says, don't visit your neighbor too often, are you aware out you're welcome? Well, I know me that. Excuse me, ma'am. Beg you give me a little pasta. Yeah. Me not stay too long. Come here, I go draw water. We go make me cold soup. Well, look, you know, blood not thicker than water. Well, here you know, here this is one year. My auntie patient still will live at Kingston. Say, last week she had one visitor come over the house to fix her plumbing in her bathroom. Well, my auntie said before she knew it, the stranger him not pull up one chair and form a dining table and sit down with him filled himself on our Sunday chair. All insurance man never get that day privilege, you know. A good thing she didn't have plastic panic. Uh, who him think him is? Family? I take him think for him blood ticks, sir. So me asked my auntie what she do. She said she mad no shadow all her jerry curl stand up straight pan her head. Auntie said she just tell him to pick up the chair and she walk him at the front door and she tell him if he use the deposit where she used to call him and for order her one new chair in three days after mama's arm because they have free delivery. She said that was it now that the story there. She not get her bathroom pipe fixed and it's still a drip, but she still get one chair out of the bag. <laughs> Look at her. May I leave now, but may the comfy come ask you. You know no good plumber their country. And that may the comfy ask you. All right. Well, me gone now. Take care. Love, love, love. <laughs> Melvita say, hmm. nobody forget to subscribe to the channel, you know, and follow up on the links provided. Thanks. Ow.
me there the light. Me have to go, me have to go, me have to drive, me have to drive. Oh, the light all green. Why? Wait. See, I don't mean I try to tell you. Me no idiot. Me a, me a good, good, good professional graduate. Me have years up under me collar longer than people were calling said doctor. Me a professional. Professional. Me no idiot. Me no puppy show. And me the go a unit me university. Mm-hmm. Me get me me education. Mm-hmm. I that me I try to tell you. You can't, you don't have to believe me. But me have the certificate to prove it. Sweet Top Family, the following podcast along with its conversations, recordings, and songs are all unedited. So what you hear is the raw deal. Please consider forgiving me if you feel I discredited any song or the accuracy of any information entailed. Having said all that, above all else, enjoy the show. Thank you. Sweet sob, I think somebody getting married. That's the way to do it, you know? No big elaborate stuff, just, just do it.
Congratulations! Congratulations! Well, sweet sap, that was a wedding I witnessed today. <laughs> oh, that was so nice. Short, quick, and spicy. Right on the lake. How nice. Somebody just got married. What a wonderful institution that God designed, huh? Husband and wife, a young couple. Oh, so beautiful. You just never know what you'll see on my walks. Well, what you will hear in your case. Sweet sub family wagwan today. How y'all do? <laughs> what a nice celebration right here at the park. I tell you, I'm so proud of them. How are you doing today where you are in your part of the world? Maybe you're not getting married right now or something, but um, maybe you're doing something important and you know, everyone's got important things to do with their time. Everyone's time is precious. But, um, oh, I'll always remember that little spot now whenever I pass there. I'll remember how I witnessed this young couple getting married. They're doing the right thing, bless their hearts. They look to me like they're in their 20s. Yeah. I should have taken a picture, but, well, I mean, they are at a public park, so it's no secret. Well, sweet sop, the Mr. and Mrs., the young Mr. and Mrs., they are over, they're more than five minutes into their married life. And I hope they have five million more years to go. Well, it may not be that long, but anyway, I wish them all the best, their little family. You know, come to think of it, I've never dropped in on a wedding. This, is, this has got to be the worst I've ever looked to go to a wedding, because usually I dress nicely get my hair all dated, <laughs> get everything done, wear a nice outfit. And I'm, I'm in scrubs today. I'm like in walking scrubs. It's like I have never attended a wedding like this. Well, actually, I wasn't invited. Let me set the record straight. My, the, first of all, they're in a public park. So they know that if they're in a public park, they are inviting anyone that jogs along, walks along, takes their dog along, children screaming, whatever the scenario, they realize that anyone at the park can drop in. So guess who invited themselves? Mm-hmm, me, me. I didn't stand too, too close because I didn't want to get in pictures. I hope they didn't get pictures of me. But anyway, but I stood close enough that I could hear the Revned or the pastor, um, you know, pronounce the blessing and, and oh, let me back up. I actually heard the young man reading his vows to his wife-to-be, yes. And what I heard him say was beautiful. Apparently, I missed what she said. She must have read her vows before I got there because um, I had previously had to make a little pit stop. But anyway, I got in on the tail end of the wedding, the most important part. I now pronounce to you, Mr. and Mrs. I didn't catch the name, but they're now pronounced, what did he say? With the power that's invested in me in the state of Georgia. And he said he was also, uh, what? A United States, some kind of 
somebody in the force. Um, he, he was a chaplain or something. But anyway, he now pronounces him man and wife. Well, you can hear it for yourself. I mean, I recorded it, so what little I heard. And um, how exciting. But anyway, yeah, I was saying that I've never dressed terribly for a wedding. Never. So I can now say that I've been to a wedding looking like this. <laughs> so glad you can't see me. You know, this is interesting. I'm walking um, up a different path. I, I saw this hill and I thought, you know what? I'm up for the challenge today, even though it's kind of getting very, very hot. I had no idea there was going to be this much traffic on this road. I thought it was going to be quiet. So I apologize for the noise that you hear in the background. But this is live. Or in the case when you hear it, it was live. Oh, to be like Jesus. Oh, to be like him. I just heard a wonderful quote. I got to share it with you. It goes like this. Humility is the channel through which grace, G-R-A-C-E, flows. And that quote was mentioned by Pastor Chip Ingram. I-N-G-R-A-M. And I love that quote. I love it because there's so much truth in that. First of all, when I take the word humility, the first person that comes to my mind is Jesus Christ. And it says in the word of God that he humbled himself even to the death of the cross. I mean, here's a king who came to earth as a baby, spent 33 years of his life on this earth. And during his life, he served others Boy, you talk about humility. He was the epitome of humility. But even the fact that a king who should have been in a palace, but he lived a humble life, walked with, with us. I wasn't here, of course, then, but, um, but walked with men. And, you know, did so many things. He was acquainted with all our griefs. But he never puffed himself up. How do you like that? He was obedient even to his father, his father in heaven. So when I think of the word humility, I automatically think of Jesus. And so what that suggests to me, humility is the channel through which grace flows. And who else was the epitome of grace? The Lord Jesus Christ. He was the epitome of grace. Yes, mercy, kindness, love, compassion, all of the above and more. And so if we can be like Jesus and humble ourselves, then we are being more like him. How about that? How about that? So, and there's a whole lot more I could probably say about it, I'm sure. And I don't know what comes to your mind, but such a great quote. Grace is the channel, excuse me, humility is the channel through which grace flows. So, hope wherever you are today that you will allow God's grace to flow through you. And in the process, it will continue to humble you. And Lord knows we all could use his humility each and every day. We don't want to be puffed up, not at all. Isn't that a beautiful message in quotes? I love quotes. 
love them. Well, sweet sap, me never did know what they're gonna happen today. Like me did tell you, see me, me see one wedding. That was kind of like the highlight at the time. But look, no me I forgot. So anyway, whichever part you there, make it a good laugh now, you yeah. <laughs> Sap me there, one light again now. Red, waiting, waiting, waiting green. Sweet Sap family, driving uh, to my sister's house for Christmas celebration and passed somebody on the highway and I heard a Jamaican accent. They go, yo, yo, what you know? Big, big accident upon the highway, you know? Big, big accident. And I was driving by because I put my windows down and so I could hear what he was saying. He was on the left of me and of course him and another car were involved. And I just imagined the end of that story. I mean it. I don't know what he was saying. I don't know what else he said after that, but I'm assuming that he probably was saying he was involved. But that was very, very um, interesting to me that I heard this Jamaican accented gentleman speaking. <laughs> oh boy. Big, big accident upon the highway, you know. Big, big accident. I'm united. This year, one year. I wear the granny wrong with this year situation. Yeah, me know self flu season and this coronavirus and make matters worse. But me did ever tell you about this old neighbor my granny did have. It sounded to me like he never did like people. She said him had one white maga dog named Buster and he would walk a little, little, but that was it. My granny said, one day she go buck him up outside. And if you ever saw him face turn white, you'd think I'd dump him buck up a dark alley in the daylight there. He grabbed Marga Buster and run inside and slammed the heavy front door lock. <laughs> with the granny wrong with the Melvita. Which man go lock up himself in that place all day long in the house. Come snowstorm and shiny weather. And don't make nobody see them. He only take visitors, she said. I crack him, I crack up. I am an informer. <laughs> well, me put two and two together now and I consider from what my granny said. You think I really people are lighting Freda or house arrest him depan? <laughs> she no see no chain and him can't go too far. Poor Margaret dog. Poor thing them lock up in the house. Melvita say, hmm. nobody forget to subscribe to our channel, you know, and follow up on the links provided. Thanks. Ow.
Hello, my dear. I'd like to know how is the sweet sop coming along? Oh, thank you. Dear brothers and sisters, you who are familiar with the law, don't you know that the law applies only while a person is living? For example, when a woman marries, the law binds her to her husband as long as he is alive. But if he dies, the laws of marriage no longer apply to her. So while her husband is alive, she would be committing adultery if she married another man. But if her husband dies, she's free from that law and does not commit adultery when she remarries. So, my dear brothers and sisters, <laughs> this is the point. You died to the power of the law when you died with Christ, and now you are united with the one who was raised from the dead. As a result, we can produce a harvest of good deeds for God. When we were controlled by our old nature, sinful desires were at work within us, and the law aroused these evil desires that produced a harvest of sinful deeds resulting in death. But now we have been released from the law, for we died to it and are no longer captive to its power. Now we can serve God, not in the old way of obeying the letter of the law, but in the new way of living in the Spirit. Well then, Am I suggesting that the law of God is sinful? Of course not. In fact, it was the law that showed me my sin. I would never have known that coveting is wrong if the law had not said, you must not covet. But sin used this command to arouse all kinds of covetous desires within me. If there were no law, sin would not have that power. At one time... I lived without understanding the law, and when I learned the command not to covet, for instance, the power of sin came to life, and I died. So I discovered that the law's commands, which were supposed to bring life, brought spiritual death instead. Sin took advantage of those commands and deceived me. It used the commands to kill me. But still, the law itself is holy, and its commands are holy and right and good. But how can that be? Did the law, which is good, cause my death? Of course not. Sin used what was good to bring about my condemnation to death, so we can see how terrible sin really is. It uses God's good commands for its own evil purposes. Romans chapter 7, verses 1 to 13. my strength and I will love thee Lord with all my heart forever all my days I will honor you hallelujah our God reigns 
Hallelujah, our God reigns. Oh, hallelujah, our God reigns. Forever all my days I will honor you. days I will honor you. I love that song. It's by Jen Johnson. And um, I know I've botched up the words. I apologize. But it just came to my heart as I'm getting ready to put the key in ignition. So I wanted to share that with you. Hopefully someone else enjoyed it and it was an encouragement to you. Lord bless you. Bye. Good. <laughs> See, I know. Let me go dance. <laughs> Yay!
Sweetheart family, me gone. Later. <laughs>